What if there was a different way to enjoy food and engage in life? Beyond the barrage of nutrition hype, the shoulds, and the judgment, beyond the constant striving to be thinner, fitter, someone other than who you really are, what if there was a way to eat that is mindful, non-judgmental, joyful, empowering, a way that leads to feeling better, having more energy, and living your best life? You're listening to VegHead Speaks with me, your host, Robin Wong. Join me as we explore plant-based eating for people who want to eat well and live well. Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I am going to talk about insulin today, and the reason is is because I have a client that um, has been... She was on metformin and she's taking insulin injections at night. And I know this is the protocol often given by many doctors. And she's gotten off her metformin, which we're thrilled about. She's losing weight and she's tapped her dose of insulin, but she's still taking some. And it's the long acting overnight. And she's starting to backslide a little bit. She's becoming more of a chicken, cheating here and there with oils. And, um, and I've had to reel her back in because you know, the goal is to get her off her insulin and she's getting kind of, she wants to in the in insulin injections, but she's getting um, a little more caught up in the weight loss, which is wonderful because, you know, we know as you lose weight, that helps with your um, insulin sensitivity. But I, I was really trying to find a way to explain to her um, about insulin. Okay. And and so I did a little digging on it because I just, I can't get it through. It's like, we want to get off that insulin. And, um, and so this is what I've come up with and I thought I would share it with you. So you know, insulin is a really important hormone and you often think of it in terms of insulin resistance, right? You're told that when you become diabetic or maybe you're not. A lot of times you're told, oh, you have high blood sugars and you know, that's what you focus on rather than the insulin um, resistance, which is the root cause. But with insulin, you often think of having to take insulin injections. Um, if I were to take a guess, I would guess that prior to becoming um, or being di diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, you rarely gave insulin, um, you know, any thought, or you rarely gave any thought to what it did or where it came from or its role in the body. I know this is true for me uh, before my husband was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes um, and before I became a dietitian. I mean, you just eat and live, right? You don't really think about what the complex um, systems your body has and to, to make it all run. Um, you know, I, I, I heard insulin discussed a bit more among those who had type 2 diabetes but I never really knew the um, importance or significance of, of this hormone. It was always in terms of um, taking it to measure out what they were eating. So I've seen it written um, in, in Dr. Greger, Michael Greger's book, uh, How Not to Diet, that insulin can be thought of as the hormone of calorie prosperity. So think about that. A lot of um, calories and you need a lot of hormone, right? Of insulin. So um, how it's regulated is based on the calories we eat. So think of it this way. After a meal, your, your blood is full of calories, right? You're eating, you're digesting, all those nutrients get, start getting broken down. And the starches we eat become simple sugars. You're probably well aware of that because that's what 
um, you're really worried about in your blood in your blood sugars. Um, the proteins are also broken down though. They become amino acids and the fats become fatty acids. That's how our body works. Um, and they all enter the bloodstream. This is how the body makes fuel from the foods you eat. Then insulin makes an appearance um, and it comes from our pancreas and it goes to work to distribute the, and store the, the, the fuel you've just digested, okay? It's, its job is to store all that. It, your body you know, needs to use it. So insulin moves the blood sugars into our muscles, okay? To facilitate movement. And it also gets your cells to take up the amino acids to build new proteins. And it stockpiles circulating fat acids, fatty acids into um, our fat stores. Okay, so insulin drives the fat storage both by um, directing the fat from our bloodstream into our fat cells and by telling our fat cells to stop burning calories. So insulin is the signal of abundance. Um, if we become overweight, obese, um, fat can actually leak out of our, our you know, adipose tissue, out of our fat cells, and back into our bloodstream and get lodged in our muscles, okay, which interferes with the insulin signaling and causes our muscles to become less responsive to the insulin, okay? So, you know, it's your, it's your muscle cells now are insulin resistant meaning they're not taking up the glucose and the sugars in your bloodstream because that's what they do, right? So um, that leads to the term we're familiar with, the insulin resistance. So I'm trying to paint this picture for you about, um, so you kind of understand the process because I think if you, once you understand it, it gives you this grounding and this, under, you know, this, this base of knowledge to understand what's really going on and what the insulin you're taking um, is doing. So normally our muscles take up the blood sugars to res in response to the insulin, right? The insulin's released. It is the lock to the, you know, it's the key to the lock on our muscle cells to open it up and let the sugars get in. That's how I like to describe it to my clients. But when the muscle cells have become insulin resistant, the sugar remains in our blood, okay? And can reach danger dangerous levels, meaning high glucose levels. And that is what you test for daily. So to prevent high blood glucose levels, your body has a built-in mechanism and the body produces even more insulin to try to force more blood sugar into our muscles. But all that extra insulin in your system causes the additional fat storage, okay? So in, it's a vicious cycle. Um, you have higher levels of insulin levels that then leads to more obesity, which leads to more insulin resistance. Do you see how this is work working? And it keeps going in circles, okay? So when the insulin resistance gets too bad, our insulin production can no longer keep up and overcome it, okay? Our, our blood sugars start creeping up, and the next thing you know, you have prediabetes, and before long, inevitably, it's gonna progress to full-blown diabetes unless you change what you're doing, okay? So what is the fix most often offered by doctors? You go to the doctor and you get your, um, you know, your diagnosis. And usually, I mean, like for my husband, he didn't even get a pre-diabetes diagnosis. It was just flat out, oh, now you're diabetic, okay? And usually the first line of defense is to take metformin. And the metformin is to reduce the amount of sugar in our, that our livers release into the bloodstream and it helps your body respond better to your insulin 
Um, and then doctors will prescribe even more insulin sometimes. So, you know, it kind of perpetuates the cycle, right? So rarely is the root cause of insulin resistance addressed. Rarely is lifestyle change prescribed to reverse your diabetes. It's just really going down the medicine road. And I want you to question that. I want you to realize there is another way. Um, you can address <clears throat> your insulin resistance by um, your lifestyle, okay? So instead of insulin injections, um, you know, that's when the doctors prescribe those because they're tr literally trying to force more, in, you know, more um, insulin into your body and they're able to do that with these injections that really literally force your muscles to take up the glucose, okay? So you have these resistant muscle cells that don't want to, but with the added insulin from the injections, they're forcing it to do that. Instead of taking a step back going, hmm, maybe we should think about what's causing this resistance and address that instead of trying to force feed this glucose into our cells. So you have to ask, what will all that extra insulin have on your fat stores, right? We know this, this there's a cycle that happens. Um, you know, I don't think it's a coincidence that within the first year of starting insulin, many of my clients report that they gain weight. There are studies that have shown that many type 2 diabetics typically gain between 7 and 20 pounds once they start insulin, okay? Um, so while insulin can kickstart the vicious cycle, um, or while obesity can kind of kickstart this cycle leading to insulin resistance, which in turn leads to elevated insulin levels, which leads to more obesity, you can also become insulin resistant without being obese. And the fat that ends up clogging our muscles and causing insulin resistance can actually be from dietary fat. And this is a, there's a popular phrase saying that insulin resistance can come from both the fat we eat and the fat we wear. And this was certainly true um, for my husband. He wasn't obese or even overweight, and he was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. He exercised and he was active. We ate what we called, in quotes, a healthy diet. Um, he was, he was, and he was never diagnosed with prediabetes. Okay. So when he was told he had type two diabetes at the age of 60, we were shocked and kind of confused because we were, were eating white meat, no red meat, right? Cause we were thinking of heart disease and the saturated fat in, um, red meat. There's a strong correlation between heart disease. So we were focused on that, but, um, and we, we lived a, lived a life, you know, practicing moderation, of sweets and treats, and, and we were aware of our fat intake, uh, intake, but our healthy, moderate lifestyle didn't lead to good health, and he still got type 2 diabetes. So, you know, it'd be easy to blame it on, on genetics. His father had heart disease developing into diabetes. Um, his mother ended up getting diabetes, and so you think, oh, well, it's just inevitable, but what we really realized was that he's still eating way too much saturated fat and had for years. So while we had made these lifestyle changes of re changing red meat and looking at fat, non-fat milk and, you know, not eating much feet, cheese, my husband loves to eat. He's a man with a huge appetite. And, um, you know, he, he was still eating way too much chicken, way too much fish and getting way too much fat in his diet, okay? Much, too much saturated fat because he likes large portions. He, the guy can eat. 
So what does that mean for you? How, how can you lower your insulin levels and make your insulin work better? The reason our bodies pump out so much insulin is to overcome the resistance, insulin resistance that you're, you're having. So improving insulin sensitivity of our muscles can make a little insulin, insulin go a long way. So how do you do that? Well, you can exercise. Both endurance and resistance training works wonders. There's a reason your doctor tells you to exercise when you have um, type 2 diabetes, okay? You can lose weight. That's the other common thing they tell you to do is lose weight. Not always that easy for people, okay? And they turn to many different diets to try that. Um, you know, that's why keto is so popular. Or you can lower your intake of fat, okay? Especially saturated fats found in animal products. And you can choose foods, and you can also choose foods that cause less insulin surge, okay? There's a lot of talk about glycemic index for diabetics, type 2 diabetics, and the glycemic index deals only with carbohydrates. But remember, insulin doesn't just deal with carbs um, after a meal, but also with protein and fat. So those eating a low-carb diet, which are so popular, the low-carb diets are everywhere, okay? And they're doing that to lower your blood sugars they often fail to recognize the broader scope of what, you know, of insulin triggers. Low carb, the low carb mindset is that carbs increase insulin. So you should eat meat, which is just fat and protein with zero carbs, and you shouldn't cause an increase in insulin. But it has been shown that protein and fat can also cause insulin levels to rise. Studies have shown that meat protein causes almost exactly as much insulin release as pure sugar. So if you're focusing on your insulin and trying to not have a huge insulin surge, what is the best way to do that? Well, the good news is, and I guess you can guess the answer, is those eating a plant-based diet average lower insulin levels and have less insulin resistance. So if you want to improve your insulin resistance, the root cause of your type 2 diabetes, Put whole foods such as whole grains, legumes, fruits, and veggies on your plate, okay? Focus on those and eat them in abundance. You'll A, you'll lose weight, okay, which is one of the prescribed things. B, you'll have the energy that you don't normally have, and so you will be able to exercise, which is great, and you're limiting your fat. The three things that we know helps with insulin resistance, right? So... Um, I hope this helps. I hope that gives you some things to think about and get you started. Um, you know, a plant-based diet is a great place to start and, and, and end, actually. It is the way to, um, you know, um, rectifying your insulin resistance and reversing your type 2 diabetes. So all the information discussed here can be found in Dr. Michael Greger's book, How Not to Die, uh, Not How to Diet. He has one called How Not to Die Too, but this one was actually How Not to Diet. And um, I'll add a link in my show notes if you want to have an easy way to find him. And while you're on my show notes, you can also, um, there's a link if you're interested in working with me or learning more about my program called Reverse um, uh, Diabetes, the Reverse Diabetes Method. And there's you can click that link. And if you are, want to get a few recipes to kind of jumpstart your plant-based um, meals, you, I have some recipes for three um, breakfasts and that's a free download for you. So thanks for joining me. I hope you have a great day and keep eating plants.